Once again, to the Monday, December 11th podcast. We've got the whole band here today. Guys, how you doing? It was a week 14 that you either liked, loved, or hated. What do you think, Tom? You like it? Fuck week 14. Oh, okay. There we go. That sums it up. Derek, you're not swearing like that, are you? No, but my sentiments are kind of the same. Uh, I'll save the nice F-bombs for Tom, but a little upset at the Vikings. Not really. I mean, I knew they were going to slip up along the way at some point. What I'm worried now is the three-fifths of our offensive line is banged up. Uh, so it's, it, it could be, uh, we got the Bengals coming in on Sunday, so we got to get healthy for that and get it turned around. I'm glad they kind of got that one stinker out of the way, and now we move forward. And, and like you mentioned off-air, it's going to be a war of attrition in the NFC here moving yeah. forward. Yeah, it's a war of attrition in the NFFC as well, in all fantasy leagues. I mean, just keeping you guys healthy. Let's talk about Carson Wentz. I mean, there's a guy, that was the best game of the week. Uh, fantastic game. It's exactly what we want in the NFL. Two teams going up and down. Carson Wentz looked unstoppable. Led all quarterbacks with 38.1 points and three quarters of action. Unbelievable. Tom, this is a kick in the nuts, no doubt about it, for fantasy owners. And for the Eagles, I mean, they Foles is a good quarterback, but this is a huge blow for their aspirations to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're done. Uh, I mean, it's, just, it's terrible for the game. I mean, yep. we don't want Carson Wentz out of the game, and he's done. And so the Eagles are done. They were a probable Super Bowl team and, and probably the best team in the NFC. They're done. They're, they're out. So the, everything about their season is over. So hopefully, I mean, they're still holding out some hope that it's not a complete tear, and maybe he could, you know, be back. We'll see. We'll find out later today. But, yeah, just terrible. And obviously from a fantasy perspective, you're not replacing that. I mean, unless your other quarterback is Russell Wilson or Tom Brady, you're, you're in big, big trouble because that's a lot of points. I mean, he was staring at a 40-burger. Easy. I mean, they were not, like you said, they were not stopping him. Goff was having a great game, so you knew the Eagles were going to have to keep scoring points. Yeah, it's just, what a fuck week 14. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible uh, injury, no doubt about that. I mean, I don't know how he continued to play. That's why I'm wondering about the ACL. I mean, I've had an ACL tear. I cried the whole time. People carried me off the field. I didn't play four more plays, and I didn't throw a touchdown pass. I mean, this is phenomenal, but... Uh, you know, maybe it's a MCL. Who knows? We'll find out. But uh, bad, bad one there for sure. Derek, you feel the same way? I mean, this is the Vikings. They've got. It's not like it's an open uh, invitation for them to go to the Super Bowl because they've got injuries as well. The Eagles got injuries. I'm not writing off the Eagles at this point is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think you can totally write them off. I mean, I think Nick Foles is an upper echelon backup, if you will. And we've seen we've seen teams. Uh, <laughs> he, I mean, Good well, one. in terms of backup Good quarterbacks, one. he is. Who would you? I mean, Good once one. you put him in the. In the top seven to ten backup he's, quarterbacks, he's, he's terrible. Well, he's not Carson Wentz, but the Eagles are still a decent football team. So, uh, plus they they actually, I mean, they they win two of their next three. They're going to be the number one seed. So, right. um, you know, they get, they don't have they have some easy some easy games left. So uh, you can't write them off again. Vikings were worried. Yeah, we. I mean, we lost Elfline and and um, Reef yesterday, and Reef's ankles. Yep. I mean, he got carted off. So that's. 
that's never a good sign. That usually doesn't pretend to playing the next week. So uh, the Vikings got to get some stuff figured out. I mean, we have we have some winnable games. Obviously, the Packer game will be tough, but we do have the Bears and the Bengals both here uh, in the last three. So yeah, I'm, as a Vikings fan, I'm worried. But the, again, uh, the NFC is wide open. Uh, you know, Saints are we're still in the driver's seat for a bye. We should get a bye still, and, and I'm not really worried about going anywhere in the playoffs other than uh, other than having to go to New Orleans. Um, Going to Philly would be tough, but without Carson Wentz, again, it's different. I know Foles, like I just I just said, Foles is a capable backup, but he's certainly not Wentz. So, it's again, yeah, we're just going to see how this all plays out. Yeah, it's wide open. I mean, the week started with the Saints laying an egg in uh, Atlanta. That was not a good game. Kamara gets hurt. You know, that was terrible for fantasy owners. Now Wentz gets hurt. Tom, you know, we talked about beforehand how... Heading into your fantasy playoffs, you have got to have backups, and this is a perfect example. If you had Wentz, I'm not saying you would have picked up Foles. There's no way you would have done that, but you had to have a good backup. And you look at the tight end situation as well. Ertz was hurt. Trey Burton, we talked about him on our show on Wednesday night, had the chance to step right in and do exactly what Ertz did. We didn't expect him to be the top tight end with 24.1 points, but again, for fantasy owners, we can cry over spilled milk, but you've got to have backups if you're going to win your fantasy title. Yeah, I mean, obviously Ertz was a was a killer there, but uh, Wentz loves throwing to his tight ends. Gertz, uh, or excuse me, Brent, uh, get both Selleck scored yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a Selleck bonanza for touchdowns. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you've got to have depth. You've got to be able to sustain this. Obviously, if, you, if you're into the playoffs with Carson Wentz or you're Zach Ertz, you got to have backups ready to, who can plug in. You, you just can't afford to give it away because – you know, the reality is, yeah, I mean, if you have Wentz, it's it's a major league kick in the nuts, and it's going to be tough to find those points, but you can find something, and maybe a guy gets hot, you know, I mean, I talk about Blake Bortles on the Sirius show, yep, Bortles is balling right now, and yesterday was his toughest matchup that he'll have in the fantasy playoffs, and he put up over 260 and two touchdowns, so he's got great matchups the next two weeks, I mean, he's a great guy, if, if you're a Wentz owner, and you, you know, for those who do have waivers, if Bortles is on the waiver wire, he'd be my top choice right now. Yeah, I disagreed with you. I didn't think he'd have a good this week. I liked him for weeks 15 and 16, but he put up better numbers than I expected. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. We had five guys over 30 points. Wentz at 38.1 in the NFFC. Roethlisberger, 37.8. Dak Prescott, 35.9. Hundley. 34.3, and Russell Wilson, 30.5. Russell Wilson did nothing in the first half. Had a huge second half. Wasn't enough to get him to win, uh, which, again, that'll be tough for the playoffs, but they're sitting pretty good yet. But uh, that was interesting. Tom, what about the Hundley one? 34.3, I didn't see it. Let's admit he looked a little better. They almost lost that game, but a little better, and the Packers are still in the race, and that means Rodgers is going to play this week. Assuming he passes all right. the medical stuff right. right, I mean, then they'll go to Carolina with a with a big, big game there. Yeah, I mean, I thought Hundley did okay. I mean, I, I don't think he's a starter in this league by any means. He's, if he is going to be one eventually, he's got to make a lot of improvements. But I'll give, him, I'll give him the props. He did what he had to do. He put the Packers in a position where maybe Aaron Rodgers can rescue the season. That's really what you wanted. Have a pulse going into Week 15. They've got a pulse. We'll see if Rodgers gets cleared, but if he does, yeah, we absolutely would expect him to play in Carolina. 
Yeah, Packers have a pulse, but they've got a tough, tough schedule. They had a tough schedule, even with Rodgers healthy. Uh, you got Carolina at Carolina this week. Then you got Minnesota at home over the Christmas holiday. And then you have at Detroit. I mean, there's no guarantee they're running the table, not with that defense. They don't have a defensive back. I mean, Josh Gordon should have put up 30 yesterday. Uh, he got off to a great start, got the touchdown in the first quarter, but not a great one. All right, let's talk about running backs, because while we're whining about week 14, it was a pretty good week for running backs. In fact, 11 running backs at 21 or more points, 18 running backs at 15 or more points, Lev Bell led everybody at 39.5, about Rod Smith, 33 points, Jamal Williams, 30.8, Gurley, 28.5, Jordan Howard, 28.5, and Jonathan Stewart, 28.3. Derek, a lot of surprises there. Let's just talk about Rod Smith. Is he a guy that you can start going forward? I don't think so. I mean, he's got uh, one week left before Zeke gets back anyway. So uh, yeah. I, anybody that had the balls to start Rod Smith this week, great job. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he is their pass catching back. I mean, hopefully you have other running backs, uh, you know, better than that to start in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, Elf Morris did his thing. And two, uh, Rod Smith broke that long reception for 80 yards and then had a garbage time touchdown. So I, I wouldn't feel confident on starting him. But, uh he, going in, he may look like uh, Zeke's backup for next year, for 2018. I'm not sure Elf Morris's contract uh, status, but there's a, there's a guy you can uh, maybe think about tucking away for next year. Yeah, Rod Smith uh, and Jonathan Stewart, you probably didn't start either mm. one of those guys. They each had 33 and 28.3. Tom, let's just talk about Williams. I thought Aaron Jones was going to play a big part in this game. You could see they stacked the line of scrimmage early on. Now, I don't know why. I mean, this, this just tells you how head coaches in the NFL play not to lose. They were punching the line of scrimmage against the Packers. They're up 21-7. Then they go in the prevent, and they started nickel and diamond going down the field. Jamal Williams started catching some short passes and such. Next thing you know, it's tied up at 21-21. I don't understand it, but I'll admit, I was surprised Williams looked pretty good, and Jones didn't even get in the game hardly. Yeah, there were a lot of rumors and reports that Jones was going to have a bigger role this week. There was some discussion that he might even start and obviously the Packers stuck with the hot hand. Jamal Williams has looked good now for three straight games. So I think it was the right decision to keep using him. I, I, I think that he's he's looked so much better uh, in the last three weeks. It's going to be a tough test going to Carolina. You can't. That's a tough team to run the football on. So we'll see what happens uh, in week 15. But, yeah, if you hung in there with Jamal Williams, you didn't panic with the Aaron Jones reports. Props to you, man. He had a monster day. Hey, was that, yeah, was that Deshaun went, Kaiser pass in overtime the worst pass attempt you've ever seen in the history of football? No, no, no. Did you see the Derek Carr interception near the red zone yesterday? I didn't actually see that. Oh my god. Now, Deshaun Kaiser sucks, okay? So we'll just acknowledge the fact that since you're a shitty quarterback, you're probably going to throw a shitty pass, you know, several times in the game. The Raiders are, mar this is in the first half, the Raiders are marching down the field. Carr's actually looking okay. They get to like the 24 I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Seriously, watch a replay of this. It's the most mind-boggling thing you'll see from a veteran NFL court. I mean, seriously, it's fucking terrible. It's like David Carr took over his uniform and said, I got this one, Derek. You go sit. I'll handle this one. And he threw a fucking pop-up. No, that was worse than Kaiser. Derek Carr has been pretty awful this whole year. I mean, ever since yeah. that injury last year, he hasn't been the same. He's been he's been just a bad QB fantasy in real life this year. So I don't know what to think yeah. about him. 
while the Kaiser thing is they never got pressure on him all game, and he actually <laughs> sat back there and threw some good passes. He actually looked good for three quarters. They had no pressure on him, and he threw some very nice passes. What happened on that play was it was the first time they really got pressure on him. He panicked, started running backwards, and threw a bad pass. But uh, looked like a pop-up. It was like a pop-up to the shortstop. It was. It was. I don't know if his arm got hit there by Matthews, but that was one time Matthews got in yesterday. All right, let's talk about wide receivers. <clears throat> Hopkins, 36.9, led all wide receivers. Antonio Brown, 32.3. Devontae Adams, 30.4. Don't ask me why Jordy can never get any passes from Hundley, but Adams gets them all. Uh, Demarius Thomas, 27.7. How about Tyrell Williams, 23.2, coming for you a week after you had him, Tom, in the other uh, auction league. Tough break there, but let's yeah. talk about Hopkins right now. He's a first-round pick, as we talked about last week, and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Savage gets knocked out, and I mean knocked out, even though they let him back in the game, and yet here comes Yates, and he just keeps feeding Hopkins the ball. He's phenomenal, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a tremendous talent, and the target share is insane. I mean, yep. him and Antonio Brown, those guys just 20 targets in a game would not be a shock to anybody. They just... Ben throws it to Antonio all the time, and like you said, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is in Houston, they're going to throw it to Hopkins. Obviously, the ceiling is even higher with Deshaun Watson because he's a good player, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Yates or Savage, it's going to be Yates in Week 15, but they're going to throw it to Hopkins all the time. He's the only player on that offense that you start with any confidence. I mean, Lamar Miller had a cake matchup yesterday, just shit the bed, so it's DeAndre Hopkins in that offense. Hey, Derek, we talked about uh, Bill O'Brien making a bad choice of Savage over Watson. How about choosing he's, Savage over Yates? He's I mean, doing it Yates again. Much more, yeah. He chose to start his third-string quarterback to start the year, essentially. His third most talented quarterback, yeah. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Yates is better. Yeah. Yates has won a playoff game for Houston before. Yeah. So, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, you don't like to see, obviously, somebody get concussed yeah. like the Savages, but I think they're, I think move, I think the rest of the year they play Yates and just, just see how it goes. There's no reason to throw Tom Savage back out there. Yeah, crazy. As far as tight ends, like I said, Trey Burton, 24.1. Jesse James, 19.7 with 10 receptions last night. How about Jared Cook, you bastard, 18.5 after giving me 1.9 last week. If I would have got 18.5, I'd be in that auction playoffs right now. How about Eric Ebron, 18.4, 10 receptions. Tom, is there any rhyme or reason to the tight end position, or is it just throwing darts at a board? Oh, it's throwing dark. Jimmy Graham had a plus matchup yeah, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. He caught as many passes as the three of us combined. Yeah. Austin Safarian Jenkins, plus matchup. He caught one. Steven yep. Anderson, the guy that everybody in the fantasy industry was all over this week, he caught two. I mean, no, it's... Oh God, I mean, Kelsey's kind of the only one. Ertz when he plays. Gronk when he plays, but... Man, oh man, I mean, Jimmy, how does Jimmy Graham not catch a fucking pass yeah. on a day when Russell Wilson has to throw it all day? Yeah. And yeah, you got Ebron and Jesse James coming out of nowhere. It's, yeah, it's, tight end has just been absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I've whiffed on tight ends all year long, and I certainly wouldn't have predicted Week 14's results at all. All right, Derek, let's end the week here with the Monday night game, New England at Miami. What are we looking for tonight? I mean, most people probably think that New England's going to run away with this one, but what are we expecting from their offense tonight, Brady and company? Well, historically, Tom Brady's actually struggled down in Miami the last, over the last five or six years. Now, he doesn't he doesn't put up stinkers, but he doesn't put up vintage Tom Brady numbers. Tonight, I got a feeling it's just a different uh, it's a different thing. They got to keep pace with Pittsburgh. Uh, they've had a, you know, they've had a extra long week here for Belichick to probably do what Belichick does. Probably going to take away Jarvis Landry as well as much as he can. I look for this. I look for New England to to roll tonight. I think they're twelve point favorites. I'd I'd actually 
uh, lay the wood on them, and I, I'd take them to cover the spreads. And I just think they're, I think they're, it's, this is a time where New England gets serious. It's December. They're, they're ready to, to go on their run and get ready for the playoffs. Uh, I, I think New England dominates. Yeah, Dom, you don't think they're going to look ahead to Pittsburgh next week, do you? So uh, what are you thinking uh, from New England? What do we expect from a fantasy standpoint? Who's going to be the one that stands out? Well, in the, in the game two weeks ago between these two teams, Brandon Cooks had a huge game. Uh, Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead both had huge games. I, Gronk obviously played. He's not playing tonight. So I would expect Cooks to have a big game. They can't cover Cooks. You can run all over the Dolphins, so I like Lewis and Burkhead. I think Brady's going to be just fine. Chris Hogan's back, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see how healthy he looks. We're interested in that. We've got him in the FSTA League with a bye, so we'll be playing him next week probably. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots roll here. I mean, Kenyon Drake for the Dolphins, Landry for the Dolphins. That's about all I'd feel real comfortable with this week. All right, Charlie Weger, it looks like he's going to win in our FSTA matchup. That would be who we would play next week. So be ready, Charlie. We're coming for you. We gave up a lot of points. Lev Bell had 39.5, and Hopkins had a big week. Uh, Sitting on our bench, we were resting them. We told them not to exert themselves so much, but they did anyway. I think so. they'll be fine hey, Derek, next week. Let's, let's talk a little baseball here. Uh, Otani signed over the weekend with the Angels. Kind of interesting. And uh, I noticed in our recent drafts, he's got, his ADP was 77 in the NFBC. He went 40th, 45th, and 50th the last three drafts. So moving on up a little bit, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Another one was Stanton going to uh, the Yankees. What a Jeter Fox, just keeps Fox, Jeter just keeps helping out the Yankees, doesn't he? Listen, how can Jeter not ask for Glabar Torres? That's what I'm saying. He didn't even get Clint Frazier. Frazier's got nowhere to play, and I don't know what the Yankees are going to do with him. But he didn't even get him, so I don't know what Jeter's doing. It's laughing stock. They said he's not even at the winter meetings right now to talk about it. So I'll tell you, he's just kind of hiding. But uh, yeah, talk about those uh, signings, if you will. Well, Otani, I think we knew he was going to stay on the West Coast. I uh, didn't necessarily know it was going to be the Angels. I thought it might have been the Dodgers or the Giants. But uh, I guess that's a good spot, right? He can, he can Now he can do both. He can pitch and he can hit a little yep. bit. DH, they got they got openings in the outfield as well. Other than Trout, their outfield, uh, you know, not that great. Calhoun and, and whoever else they choose to play in left field or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it gives them, gives them a shot. Uh, like you said, our, now that he has signed, uh, I think his, uh, you know, his uh, ADP will stabilize a little bit, knowing that he's going to be in the American League West. Uh, st- on the Stanton thing, that I mean, the, the rich just keep getting richer. I mean, the, that Yankees lineup. I mean, I've, I've seen yeah. people post over the weekend what it could, what it's going to look like. I mean, that's it's it's getting ridiculous to the point where, yeah. you know, <laughs> back to the old Bronx Bombers, and you're going to sit your you're going to yeah. sit starters against the Yankees if at all. In all probability, yeah, at this point, you just they're the evil umpire, no doubt about that. But you're you're right. I mean, if you've got Baltimore pitchers, you got Boston pitchers, you got Tampa pitchers, you got to be very careful right now. They're playing the Yankees 19 times, so Stan, Stan might hit 80 home runs there. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see what happens. Uh, we'll see if Judge comes back on his sophomore year. I mean, the big thing is, it's really helping the baseball. It's going to be helping our drafts. People are getting excited again, but uh, I don't know how it helps baseball when the Marlins are going to be that bad. I mean, that is an embarrassment uh, of a trade, I think, for Major League Baseball. So we'll see. But uh, check us out at PlayNFBC.com. We've got baseball drafts going on right now. We've got great football races. And, again, it's a season of attrition. Whoever has the healthiest team at the end of the year may win our $150,000 in the primetime and 100000 in the online championship and $80,000 in the classic. So good luck to everybody. The rest of Week 14, we'll be back to talk about Week 15 on Wednesday. See you then.